0: Reginald's Monocle the Umbrella Academy podcast. My name's Toby Shaver. I'm here with my brother Dave. What's up Shavy D?
1: Excited to be here Toby.
0: Dude so we we just watched episode eight of season two the seven stages and I am so pumped to uh to get to the finale of this thing. It's so awesome. What'd you think?
1: Oh it was awesome. I mean everybody got some quality time in this one so this was exciting from start to finish. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely this one was a a lot... We spent a lot more time with uh, Five and Luther and, uh, you know, Diego. We didn't see too much of Allison and Klaus this time around. Um, So let's talk about them real quick because they got got a little short shrift in this episode, but they got some awesome moments. So instead of starting at the top, let's just go ahead and talk about uh, Allison and uh, Ray first because as we left them... They had had the run-in with the Swedes and and ended up, uh, rumoring him to kill his brother. So, you know, here they are, you know, of all things, uh, African-American couple in 1963, you know, with a dead white dude in their apartment. So obviously Ray is shitting his pants at this point. Right. Oh my God. He's, he's
1: really, I I like Ray. I'm, I'm anxious to see him. I'm anxious to see that actor and some other things down the road, but, uh. But yeah he played it great he's very anxious and I, I think the line was basically I think he's kind of asking her at first like you know because she's just matter-of-factly going about taking care of things and he's like you know have you done this before and she's kind of like I think shrugs it off
0: and he's like you know a lot of, you know whatever and uh but well they, yeah because she's ultimately, like why are, why are dead bodies so much heavier than when, when they're alive you know? right. but then
1: ultimately like yeah I love the line where he's basically like uh or I don't know the exact line, but where he's basically like acknowledging that there's this giant white boy in his, the middle of his living room, and uh, that that yeah. could certainly be a problem. So,
0: yeah. So so again, with you know poor poor Ray just thrust into, you know his his new uh, in laws, mm-hmm. um, and, and then with with Klaus, you know Klaus is real. Matter of fact, too. Are, are we burning or burying?
1: Well, I was just yeah. You, you totally stole my thunder because I just love the fact that whole the way it, the whole thing went down. I mean, because he basically knocked on the door, Ray answers, and he kind of does one of the you know he's already met Klaus, so he's like he opens the door and it's cracked, but he's not opening it fully. And he's like uh you know, kind of a bad time, and uh, yeah, and then he's like Allison, you know, he kind of goes past him and. uh and, uh, yeah. And he looks at the situation. He's like, we're burning or burying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's so awesome. Love it. So awesome. Flipping so awesome. Yeah. So, you know, obviously Klaus he- headed there, at, you know, would they, he, he and Luther and, and five were still, you know, in the alley waiting for everybody and, uh, and, you know, just kind of went their separate ways at this point. So, um, Let's, let's talk about Vanya now. So as we find her, she's in... Well, we find her in FBI custody after getting picked up by, by the local police, you know, with Carl's uh, brother and whatnot. Um, so she's getting interrogated. And, you know, I, I I assume just because, you know, she said her name was Vanya, and, you know, just because it's the 60s and everything, it, my assumption is just that that they had the Russian... You know spy suspicions you know really had nothing to do necessarily with them having knowledge of her or or the hargreaves or that there's anything special about her is that is that what you got other than the fact that you know she did what she did out on the road with the cops so they knew that she was you know weaponized in some way but um you know they immediately think russian russian agent correct Right, right. They they figure, you know, they're probably thinking from the angle.
1: the The only thing they have to go on is obviously she's uh um been brought to their attention by the local authorities. But the the yeah, once she kind of had the power burst, you know, they they want to find out. And obviously, I, I'm sure their thinking is not, you know, a time traveling superhero. It's more maybe a, uh, you know, an enhanced. Uh, Uh, Russian of some kind operative of some kind correct and uh, so yeah so that made a lot of sense and actually uh, I mean I don't really want to I don't know if I can skip ahead a little bit as far as the Russian angle yeah yeah go for it Okay, Uh, that's something I just absolutely loved is eventually because basically the, the episode starts with a you know a minute minute and a half scene of uh, this initial, her kind of, you know, uh, meeting this FBI agent and trying to kind of plead her innocence. And it turns kind of dark, kind of quick, as far as, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get your phone call. You're not going to get nothing until I get answers and so on and so forth. And, you know, he does the, the kind of the trick to get her to speak Russian. And that's, uh, You know, then that, obviously, then you know the doors are, you know, coming off and
0: the hell's breaking loose. I found that uh, part interesting, though, because you could assume that that Vanya was just a Russian, you know, baby with the name Vanya. I mean, that totally is plausible for the story, but would she speak Russian? Well, that's
1: what I was going to get to, is the fact that, obviously, initially, when she spoke the Russian, with the name or not, you know, my thought process is: you know, Sir Reginald would have trained his, you know, the 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 kids in multiple languages, but yeah, eventually later in the episode, in that in that acid trip that she basically has, you know, she's the baby that was born at the Russian swimming pool. Oh, okay. So I still, you know, don't know why she would speak Russian, you know, unless it was. Well, that uh, was the thing. Like I, I kind of she just was astray- t- trained from yeah, the academy. I assume before, that she but.
0: was Russian for you know like that's an easy leap to make just because the babies are from all around the world but it'll be interesting to find out if if that was just because, you know, maybe Sir Reginald had had them all, you know, learn their native tongues or whatever or maybe they are They gave you know, themselves their all... names.
1: What's that? They gave themselves their names. Sir Reginald only gave them numbers. Luther gave himself Luther, Allison gave herself Allison, Diego gave himself oh, Diego.
0: Oh, I, I always assumed their names were just their birth names, and then he just chose not to call them that. You know, I he mean, just that, called them by number. That's not how I took it. You know?
1: Yeah, no, I thought that...
0: I thought from, from
1: from basically their entire upbringing, he, they were only numbers and always numbers, and then they gave themselves their names i think after their first mission or something i think there was some symbolic time when they when they actually gave themselves their names i i think Hmm. i don't know i i I
0: mean well i wonder if that's the case i I wonder if they based it on knowing like do do they even know where they're from you know i mean i think there's a lot of unanswered questions about how much how much they know like obviously they know they were all you know, adopted from different mothers and from different parts of the world and stuff. But I wonder, do they know specifically where they were from? Or if, I, you know, because if, if Vanya is, you know, from Russia, if she was was that that birth, then, you know, did she? is that why she chose a Russian, you know, name or, or whatever? You know what I mean? Perhaps, but I
1: don't have any... My, my gut tells me no, uh, from what I can recall of the couple seasons so far is just that there was, I don't think there's ever been mention that they have any knowledge on where they came from, just that they were one of the children. As a matter of fact, I, I find the idea of that very interesting, and I wonder if by showing that that quick scene in the, in the acid trip, if that is going to make her want to follow up on where she comes from and then subsequently that will be in a, you know, something of importance later in the show for the other, the other siblings as well. I don't know. But, uh, but I did like that just from a overall show perspective, as far as, you know, if you if her name is going to be Vanya and she is going to speak Russian, you know, it's cool that she is the one that the, basically the, the show started with, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that yeah was, that makes sense yep you know but regardless of how she ended up you know why she's fluent in russian um the fact that she is has you know definitely gotten her in she's in, in some trouble now trouble yeah yeah so that, that that didn't help her situation that's for sure um so uh and, and we'll get back to to where that that interrogation leads later and we can talk about the other stuff but uh, then we see um Because as you remember from the last episode, you know, Diego had been, you know, basically drugged and taken to the handler. So we find him just sitting there basically in in the handler's office and Lila's putting the hard sell on mom about hiring Diego. And, you know, he doesn't know what the hell's going on and he certainly hasn't, uh, you know, agreed to any of this. But I think he's (laughs) kind of smartly just sitting there and watching it all happen. Oh, yeah. You know, trying to figure out figure out what's going on. Um, Diego's
1: flipping yeah. James Bond. That's what Diego is. Only with no no refinement. He's the street. Right. He's the and street. With a little he's bit the street. Of, uh... Street level. Street wise.
0: James Bond. Like, I mean, because he's. Well, I yeah. guess they all have yeah, that to some. But just you. a little dopey, though. Like, just a little. Like, just. Not that he's not smart, but he he does. He does continually make, you know, very, you know, impulsive decisions. That's that aren't that's the, the perfect word, system.
1: impulsive. Basically, Luther yes. is the one that's a little bit doltish. Diego, I think, just charges. Oh, for sure, especially this D- season. Diego just <laughs> charges headlong into things, and that causes him problems. Obviously, five is the most, like, you know, surgical in his, you know, decision-making and, and, and how he plans and all that. Um and, uh, you know, and we could talk about the others, too. But, you know, those those three are really the, you know, although, you know, both Allison and Vanya are very powerful and Klaus as well. And Klaus is obviously a, a, a big through story or, a, you know, a uh, you know, a way for us to travel with all of them. It's kind of with Klaus and Ben. Um, but I like the you know, in a, in a very real way, you know, Luther, Diego, and, uh, five are the ones that are at, at certain levels, always vying for leadership, Mm. you know? So I, I really like their, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's almost an oversimplification. I kind of think of as like Luther's all heart, uh, You know, five's all intellect, and then you know Diego's kind of uh, right in the middle. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I I buy that. So, so now you know Diego's at the commission and he's getting the getting to kind of see the orientation scenes and yeah, learn a little (laughs) bit about what's going on and sitting through the training video and stuff. Which I thought was 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 that briefcase was that briefcase voiced by five. It it sounded like him.
1: It could have been. I couldn't really tell. I was so like fit. I don't.
0: I don't think it was supposed to be like because it was like a you know exaggerated version. You know, it was like a cartoony version. Yeah. But it's it sounded so much like him. I bet. I don't know. I, I was that, I was kind uh, of fixated on the <laughs>
1: idea of it being another great example of. Remember how you had pointed out uh, maybe in the recap episode about the those awesome signs, the awesome like you know school basically.
0: Oh, yeah, at, at you know, Sir Reginald's house, yes,
1: yeah. you know, basically instructing the kids on how to take out opponents and stuff, but they're done in a very, mm-hmm. like, grade school, you know, learning kind of fashion. Yeah. And to me, the video harkened to that, and I really like that, you know, the... Right. You know, it was kind of like the... I love the little DNA strand in the uh, Jurassic Park, you know. Your, yeah, you know, and yeah, stuff it like brought that, that to mind for it's me It's a little as bit well. cheesy, but it totally remind you of like you know for us you know in our school days stuff that was very similar to that and even people older than us you know had that really you know like the you know uh i forget i've seen a couple of those old videos like where they teach them to shelter in place and stuff for like bomb
0: bomb raids and stuff yeah like like the tommy turtle and stuff like that yeah duck and cover (laughs) there you go yeah that was one of them so uh Well and also kinda like like to the to the point I was making on the last episode too, it it also, you know, kinda in a weird it weirdly grounds this organization you know that that operates like managing space time it grounds it as this place of employment you know he's watching he's watching like a very basic level orientation video that's being shown to you know assassins as well as data entry people you know it's 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 shown to the fact that
1: he gets the the folder (laughs) the actual like packet of info to then sit down in that style of like school desk oh, that's and amazing. just how beautifully they uh, not only cast but like how she played the uh, you know the basically the the instructor or whatever you want to call her but you know basically right. she, you know she nods off five minutes in
0: oh yeah that was great. five five nanoseconds and she hits play basically and back <laughs> yeah. closer, which we've both seen probably several teachers uh, do in, in in our youth Um, but very cool to see him kind of on the inside. And actually, you know, I mean, Lila, she smartly makes a strong case to him to, you know, what she's like, you know, you want to be a hero. You, you want to help people, you know, you can help way more people doing this in a much bigger way than, you know, stopping crimes on the street and that kind of thing. So, you know, she, she makes a good effort to, to appeal to you know, his nature to try to get him to be a part of this. But, you know, obviously he's he's got other other plans.
1: Yep. Well, like he uh, says to the handler, I forget what she asks him. Oh, the where she mentions staring down the barrel of a gun. Do you choose the right. commission or do you choose your family? He says, I choose me. Right. A- and although right. I know he cares about his family, ultimately I think there's a lot of truth in what he's saying right there. Because... Right. Even if he loves his family, just like five, Diego's wired more to, I'm just going to go take care of this than it is to right. warn everybody and involve everybody and, you know, so on and so forth. So, uh, um, yeah, I like that. I, 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 as a matter of fact, later on in the episode where they ask him where he's been and he says the, the commission and he's like, and it's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I could totally. I would just love to see all of them that end end up there at some point, maybe in a future season or something.
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, because Lila is actually right. I mean, Diego would be awesome at that if he was basically doing, you know, the stuff that, like, um, you know, that Five was doing or that, like, Hazel and Cha Cha. For sure. in, In that role, obviously, he would be he would be the the next, you know, five's the best they ever had. He would be rivaling that, you know? Right. And I like the fact that I think that's why they, or
1: at least in my estimation, that's why they put that scene in there with the handler, because basically even like you said, Lila making a good argument for, you know, where his facility would be best. And, uh, bottom line is, that, you know, Diego's going to do it his way. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah i like that so
0: let's let's just follow through on that because you know the way this story was laid out you know they're all kind of separate or paired off or whatever so let's just follow through on on diego's story there so basically he he slips out of the orientation and well in in the course of the orientation he finds out about uh that what did what do they call the the room i forget i don't think i wrote it down like the like the control room oh the uh like the something switchboard, I think. Yeah, it was the.
1: Um... I mean, it was obviously a switchboard, just visually.
0: But... I, I, there was a name. There was right. a name for it. It's a, yeah, it, no, it's I, I didn't. Well, I didn't pay attention. I thought to... I wrote it down, but yeah. I didn't. But uh, yeah. you know, basically, it's it's rooms within the commission where you know you can kind of. It's like. Yeah very cheesily old school kind of switchboard but it's basically where you can kind of see any point in in time and space and and that kind of thing and he he gets in there and and runs into herb who we've seen before um i don't know if it was just in the in the first season or earlier in this season but (laughs) we've seen herb he's he's part of it but uh uh, you know, they get to talking and he's obviously real reluctant to help Diego and is kind of, kind of warning them and doesn't want to get in trouble, but he's also starstruck by Diego. You know, he, he clearly is, is kind of You're you know, a, legend. a little bit of a fa- a fanboy, yeah. and, and, and has seen all of the Hargreaves kids. Um, so eventually Diego convinces him to help him, but it turns out that Herb is part of this, uh resistance so he leads him to kind of this dark corner where obviously there's these commission people that are that are kind of doing their own thing so the so did well, we know well basically
1: what i liked is the fact that you know that's why i kind of you know i obviously knew it was a switchboard of some kind but I, I and they even in the video put the name of it up there and i just don't recall because what i liked so much about it was that it was you know he was just playing along and you kind of knew that anyway, but, you know, he was letting himself be led to this orientation and get dropped off there by Lila. And, uh, you know, it goes through and it basically does a great job in the video of showing the actual, like, you know, case managers, which is, uh, you know, we've met them. And then, uh, the assassin, you know, the, uh, I forget what they call them. The maybe not the agents. Maybe they call them assassins in the video, but, uh, but very funny, you know, again, like those type of videos and you see, obviously the bell goes off when he sees that. And that's what, you know, that's what the plan is. Um, but the, uh, um, yeah, I guess that, I mean, I, I basically just re-explained what you already explained, but what, (laughs) what I liked about, I liked the whole scene, obviously, but I'll pick up where you left off. Um, yeah, when they walk into that room and it's basically all the, you know, mo- basically the case managers are the resistance and uh, um, they kind of part ways, you know, uh, or they all kind of step back from the table and there's a briefcase and they, you know, Diego's like, all right, and, you know, he knows things are going to get done now. But the, uh, that was the one scene earlier in this season with, w- what is his name again? The, Uh, the case Herb 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 and the the one gal that uh, has been in a couple episodes now where like she sat behind five when he first became a a case manager Um, I I don't her name escapes me now but um, but anyway those were the ones where when earlier in this season when the handler basically said that someone had taken out the the, uh, the board, they kind of whispered to each other, you know, who put, you know, she just got demoted. Why she's not why is she get in charge? Um, and you see Lila overhear that and, you know, starts to give her pause. And obviously they've already addressed most of that throughout the season, but I like that, you know, regardless of however you feel about different institutions you know whether they're you know real world or make-believe you know I like it when they flesh it out that way you know and there's obviously that group of people that would like really respect how things get done and wouldn't want you know like you know if you if you really believed in what you were doing in the real world or in like Making sure time travel <laughs> works out correctly, you'd be pissed off if someone came in and screwed with the organization. So I love that they included that in the show, like that. Like Diego didn't just like hard ass force his way through and you know, rough somebody up, get find out oh, where yeah. a briefcase is. He found
0: he found allies there. Absolutely, you know, that man. Similar. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And, and I like that it was. "Quote unquote," the kind of the dregs that were the
0: ones that were, that were the resistance. Right. So, um, right.
1: So yeah, it was awesome. I love that. I love that.
0: Little the ones thing. that are likely to have been, you know, put upon by the, you know, leadership in the first place. So they're they're already a little motivated to, to rise up.
1: Well, or it already had been. I mean, had been threatened, yeah. and and maybe even in Herb's case, I think she might have even physically roughed him up a little when she got her demotion, and was all pissed
0: off. So. Yeah, they. Yeah, uh, they uh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. They'll, they'll Herb's love been a little reckoning. a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, and you're right. From the last episode, you know that was where Lila. You know, when she kind of heard that, she kind of used that information too when she was talking to her mom. She's saying, "Look, there's people. There's people here that don't like you and aren't going to be happy with you taking over. So we need to put together our own team that we, is, we need you know, fresh tight, blood, tighter circle, loyal yeah, to us and not to the to the. Yeah. Uh, The commission.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I like, I like, again, you know, these are, you know, crazy, awesome situations, but yet they take that little bit of time each time to kind of ground it in a real motivation, you know, and that, that's so important. I mean, that's so, you can, you can buy into a lot of stuff if you really think you know why they're doing what they're doing right you know what right. i'm saying and when you
0: t- when you take even your lowest you know c and d characters you know your background characters and you make them rich with motivation yes. and backstory as well well said you yes, know that's sure. that's when you know you're you're uh, you're doing something awesome for sure. so so, so that, we'll, we'll leave diego there so the uh, the resistance has okay because uh, that leads to Diego's my, like one of my favorite out of scenes right well, I was going to say, we'll just stop there, okay. and then we'll get everybody else up to that point. So Sounds Diego's got his good. his ticket out with the, with the resistance having the briefcase and everything. Um, which, if you remember, the handler, you know, when she took over, was like, the briefcase room is closed until further notice, you know, for security reasons. Um, so obviously they, they were able to get one out. But uh, let's talk about... Uh, Grace and Reggie, we get to see, finally, like, we, we didn't get any Good Reggie stuff. last episode, so it was nice to see him back, but, uh, yeah, so Grace, you know, obviously after talking to Diego, it was enough to, you know, he was smart to back off a little bit and be like, look, just ask him, you know, go, go get the information yourself, and obviously she didn't, uh, you know, work up the courage to actually ask, it, ask Sir Reginald about it, but she went snooping around and found, uh, basically his his secret room behind you know every every good uh you know maybe villain possibly nefarious character has to have a secret room somewhere um so she gets in there and starts seeing all these maps and pictures and you know seeing uh definitely a lot of information that that kind of confirms uh that Sir Reg is somehow involved in planning an assassination. We don't know at what level. Um, But then he walks in on her. So you want to take it from there? Well,
1: (laughs) yes. As you know, I really have enjoyed the Grace character, both as mother and uh, and now this version. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I've really enjoyed this Grace character, and... Yes, that was, when she walks in, basically, you know, like you said, there's some maps, some different things on the wall. There's a schematic of basically the space shuttle, and it's 1963, so that's that's awesome. Um, something else looked maybe like one of the bases that Luther was in at the start of the, the series. Um, so again, all well, that you like when great, you saw rich
0: skip- tie-in stuff. I'm sorry, oh, sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say, you know, when you saw that schematic... It was the signature on it was Sir Reginald Hargreaves.
1: Oh, yes. He's a well, he's not, yeah, he's not just a pretty face or a fat wow. Yeah, I mean, he's a brilliant scientist.
0: Um, Yes, involved in the highest levels here.
1: So, yeah, so I like the fact that she opens the full again. It was just, I mean, before we before I even touch on the emotion of it, which was boom rock solid, but I like the fact that it was just you know, obviously, when she opens the the file, and it's, you know, every player involved, you know, uh, Fidel Castro, uh, JFK, uh, LBJ, um, the map of the, you know, the street in Dallas. And, you know, we as the audience know that You know, obviously that's pretty damning, but at the same time, you know this dude is involved in all sorts of stuff for all sorts of reasons. So he could be very well just knowing that that's the way it's supposed to go down and is going to try to stop it or whatever. But I really like how, you know, in a weird sort of way, the series has has been a lot about like giving people, for lack of better term like a second chance or just a a, you know a choice and then those people taking them even when they're rough ones and there's a scene later in that we'll talk about all as well but what I love so much about this one is you know she goes through the file you see the hurt in her eyes he comes in it could have totally been played where he just really like gets in her business as far as like you know being accusatory and all that kind of stuff but he basically just kind of questions her why she's there she kind of talks about Diego tipping her off a little bit and unnerving her and her needing to follow up on it but then you know he kind of moves a little bit closer to her and then comments on you know I think actually that's at the point where he comments on you know she's never found a need to distrust him before or whatever or understands there's certain things that are you know he just is not going to be able to talk about and And then she really explains, I mean, she took the, the, you know, they took the time as a show to give you that second where she really explains the specific feeling of there's so much I'm looking at right here. And, and although I've trusted you before, and then basically that's when he kind of steps in and says, really just that, you know, we've, we've, danced around this to this point but like i'm just asking you you understand there's there's parts of my life that i just can't talk about but you're asking me to open up right now and share with you and and i and all i can do is really just offer that one day you're you're the one person i want to do that with but i'm not able to do it right now but i intend for it to be one day and that's what she can't quite trust or believe is that one day will come I don't think it's that she really distrusts him at that point I think in that scene they I think that's just why it was so poignant for me and then when she basically says I just can't do it you know and kind of you know walks past him and leaves I I can't wait to see it a second time because I, I I'm not quite sure but his not his monocled eye but his his bare eye was to the camera and i swear it didn't like it wasn't a cheek fall but i swear i saw a little well right at the, like the bottom of his eye and oh, that's yeah, worth that, a million it, bucks man because you know there's it, there's a scene later with somebody that that's, that that we'll talk about that that where a single tear makes a world of difference but this one was If it was a tear, it would have been too much because that's not Sir Reginald and it's not even Reggie in that moment because she called him Reggie, you know, and that the softening of it. But I like that and where that left me, when that scene ended, if she's truly gone, now think about that. Think about you as Sir Reginald now in, it's whatever, 63. So in 26 years when you go and round up those children and you know number 2 is going to one day go back in time and break your heart what a cool weird mm. like thing yeah, that you could play
0: on later so interesting yeah I, I i love that moment i love that he i mean it it showed the emotion that that he really does love this woman but Also, the emotion I got in that moment, there was that initial, like, you know, because he very calmly, you know, at at least two times, maybe even three said, you know, like you said, I, I, I want someday to, to be able to tell you all of this and explain all of this to you. But, you know, there's things about what I do that I can't talk to you about. He, he he very in a non you know it wasn't like threatening or combative in mm-hmm. in, in any way it was yep. very you know very calm and and measured and I, when she said i can't wait that long and and left there was that initial look he was very surprised i don't think that he thought for a second that he wasn't going to be able to talk her out of that i think this is a man who is so accustomed to things going exactly the way he plans and exactly the way he wants that that was like a very genuine moment of surprise and as you say probably heartbreak if he feels like he might not be able to 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 save this
1: you, I mean I can totally see that angle but <clears throat> excuse me I actually see it differently I see the whole scene as his reckoning because basically at one of his, the first things he says as he enters the room is something to the effect of like, you, you know, you know, that I, there are certain aspects of my life that you, you know, I don't hide from you, but I, I can't share with you, but you've never gone this far before or something to that effect. So right there, I think that kind of, to me, like just started like a little clock in my mind of where this is the scene that she's going to, that it's going to end it. So each of those little, because as he'd say whatever he had to say to make his point, and like you said, I think that's why like each time he stepped forward a couple steps and it was, you know, the intensity of, of, I don't think for a minute she doubts that he wants to share those things with her. I don't think it's lip service at all. I don't think she believes that. And I don't think he that's where he's coming from. But I, I thought it was very, or at least the way I felt like it was, was that it was an acknowledgement of, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, excuse me, the importance of what he does is just going to have to make that sacrifice a reality and so therefore i think a little bit of it could even be her coming to that reckoning as well like you know it's almost maybe a romantic notion a little bit to think that you're significant other has a little mystery has little little you know extra things that they're involved in that just you know i think you can you can deal with that you can live with that but when you know when you really step behind that curtain and get a glimpse into just how much and how deeply and what exactly they're involved in I think that can sometimes bring you to a place where you know it's a begrudging and a sad thing but you're almost somewhat acknowledging that you know you're almost walking away because it, you're not going to make them have to choose between the two of you in a sort in a weird sort of way. I don't know. I I just Again, that's one of those scenes where I'm just really anxious to go back for a second viewing down the road because the uh, there was just a lot going on and I got a lot out of it. But I, I I'm sure I'm you know I'm kind of somewhat going through it in my mind right now and I think I'm almost recalling some extra things that I didn't think of before. And you know it was just really yeah. it was great. It was great to see that deeper side of both of those characters. Not just Sir Reginald, yeah. but again Grace has been you know. Uh, a great character as well. So yeah, well, I mean, that's a strong,
0: that's a strong character statement of hers that, you know, she's not like the, you know, she's not going to be content to be like a, you know, maybe a, a wife of like an organized crime person who is, is, is just loves the guy and is willing to turn a blind eye to the life of crime or whatever. And, and just enjoy the relationship and the lifestyle. Um, you know, she's not clearly not that type of person, you know, I mean, she basically says, I have to know, you know, if I'm, I'm with you, I have to know that you're not, you know, that you would never harm the president, you know, and that, and since he can't definitively tell her that in that moment, she basically takes off, which is, you know, another, another feather in her cap, as far as I'm concerned.
1: And and if I remember correctly, and I'm sure they did this on purpose, I believe one of the things on the on his board with everything pinned up on it was the picture of the two of them in Pogo. So,
0: Oh yeah. I didn't notice if it was, but
1: yeah. So to me, that again, speaks to the idea of, you know, they they want to be something deeper, but maybe just time and circumstance doesn't allow. And again, this, this episode had a few of those, you know, I think very, I mean, some of them touching, but some just poignant uh, as far as like people having to make tough decisions, you know, for the
0: better, the betterment of of somebody else. So, so let's talk about five. So, um, when we find, so after, uh, when we find him in the alley, five basically is like, look, I'm, I'm done. He's pissed. I'm just going to do this myself. I'm just going to do this myself. um so luther's tagging along and well luther sent that's luther's just like you know he
1: sees it for the first time you know i mean five is a ornery cuss no matter what or when but he can see it in his eyes he is really done um so luther that's when he sends klaus off to find allison and all that kind of stuff and then he basically follows five and then they end up being couple you know being uh Te, you know tagged or uh luther calls him uh wingman but maybe i think it's just maybe five says i need yeah. backup or whatever but yeah they end up being together yeah. through most of the most of the and episode it, lays super it down super great and says,
0: look you have to do exactly what i say yep we're no, we're no more voting you know you if you're going to be with me on this you have to i'm in charge you have to do exactly how i tell you to do it so you know five basically his his hail mary here is that you know and i'm sure everybody's seen season one but if you remember from season one one of the things that happened to five along the way was he was there already he was on the on the you know grassy not maybe on the grassy knoll but he was at Dealey plaza uh for the kennedy assassination but you know was whisked away or beamed away or you know, I don't think at that point we knew if he did it himself or or if it just happened. Um, but now Five's plan was to, you know, go find that adult version of himself, get the briefcase. Uh, he and Luther, um, or get get everybody. Well, what was the plan? Get the briefcase and go. Uh, Basically, he, he what was his initial plan? Now I'm done. confusing. So the, the plan that comes up later.
1: Yeah, so basically, Luther, the, you know, again, the, the scene starts for those three, Luther, Klaus, and Five in the alley. They send Klaus away. Five runs into the camera shop. Luther follows him in there. I think they might have even, I know he, like, basically slammed the door in Luther's face, went into the room, and then I think Luther dozed off. So it must have been maybe like the you Know a little bit later, type of thing, but basically, he comes out and says, Um, I'm gonna approach myself, I'm gonna, I figured out how to be able to jump back in time and not go back into this prepubescent body, so I'm gonna let him do that, and assuming you know, whatever, uh, and then we'll get the briefcase from him. Or maybe he doesn't even explain that fully at that point. But he basically, at that point, he says to Luther, now you got to be my backup. And Luther's like, kind of like your wingman? He's like, yeah, kind of. He's like, but basically being that close to myself when we do this, there's, I run the risk of, and I forget, it, you know, some time travel type of phrase, you know, the uh, uh,
0: quantum Paradox space. psychosis. Okay, there paradox it is. Paradox
1: psychosis. That's what it was called. Okay, great. Yeah, I couldn't remember the exact name, but basically and it's actually one of the few times so he says the, the seven stages right the,
0: that's the where the name of the episode comes from the seven stages and it's
1: one of the few times i think it's the only time and it's and it but it actually works in the episode where it actually or the whole series where it like you know kind of the words jump on the screen type of thing and uh and not for right. a translation um but uh but it's perfect you know it's like basically you know kind of re- you know funny thing like scratching your neck then it's like flat i, I got it. him. It's i like, got i got okay. the seven
0: stages it's, perfect it's denial stage one is denial two is itching and we see all of these you yep. know when we meet later when we meet older yep. five and everything they both experience all of this um except for the last one but i'm sure we'll see that next episode stage uh, stage one denial stage two itching stage three extreme thirst and urination. Stage four, excessive gas, which was funny—the old man ripping one just like right in the middle of the conversation. Well, they both did. Uh, stage, yeah, right. It was like right, they right before they walked outside so, as they yeah. were getting
1: pissed off at each other. They yeah. both dropped ass, and that's when Luther's like, "Okay, time to go."
0: Stage five, acute paranoia. Stage six, uncontrolled perspiration, and stage seven is homicidal rage. Right. So, um and that was in So, five's getting red. ready. He's already, Lettering. you know, he's before he even st- before he even tells Luther all those stages. He's, he's limbering like up basically as he's, and, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he's he's getting ready for all these uh symptoms essentially. So, um so fast forward they go they find uh uh five at the bar and basically they're just trying to figure out how to how to approach him. I I love this scene. I love the the comic relief of Luther. He's just been very, you know, kinda that seems to be the role he's filling this season is just the um comic relief in otherwise tense situations. But, you know, basically he he says, you know, hey, you know, if you're having if you can't get too close to him or whatever, you know, or you don't want to freak him out or whatever, let me, let me go first. Which, you know, I immediately thought, well, that's going to freak him out probably just as much, seeing his brother all of a sudden. But uh, he goes up to him in the bar. And then now, you know, he doesn't... O- old Five doesn't recognize him right away, which that was kind of weird because he knows what... No, he doesn't. What adult Luther looks. Yeah, he does. He's he, By the time he's Old Five, he's seen, he, he's seen Luther laying dead in the apocalypse you know so he, he oh yeah known. that's true i mean may now who knows at that point in his timeline how many years that's been so it might have just been a hesitation but he certainly would have recognized luther you know what i mean
1: yeah i wasn't thinking of that angle because yeah yeah well, I mean to be honest with
0: you, but it's a long time because that was when he this... was still a kid. Well, yeah, I... that was when he was still actually a kid. Right, I took so it. So that was like 50 years I... ago.
1: I took it as that we were supposed to assume that he just didn't recognize him because he was in the middle of thinking about assassinating Kennedy and or whatever he was going to do or thinking about escaping or whatever. You know, so I I didn't think I didn't read too much into that, but that is interesting because you know, eventually obviously we um, You know, after they, as weird as that, I mean, it just basically seemed like an awkward meeting or whatever to me. It didn't seem, you know, it was almost like supposed to just be awkwardly funny is kind of how I took it. But maybe there was a deeper meaning, but I liked the fact that it just, it kind of established him, like you said, as that somewhat mediator between the two of them. And then, uh, you know, at that point it jumps to them all three at the table, you know, kind of yeah. approaching him with the plan. And he's like, all right, well, I got to, you know, I got to take a piss and, and whatever I'll th- think about. It. Or, you know, the young five is basically, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to, I need to take a piss and, you know, whatever. So he grabs his briefcase, heads in there. And then when...
0: Well, that's st- that stage three is extreme thirst and urination. So it makes sense.
1: Well, that's know. what I was going to say is that <laughs> basically after he goes into the bathroom, which again you know it's i mean you i guess you could totally assume that it would be true because they would be together but like it was i i wasn't totally concentrating on old 5 yet at that point i was more looking cuz yeah. you know young 5 was doing more of the little ticky type of stuff like the scratching and the yeah. stuff like that so what i liked of why you know where once i where i really locked in that they were both extremely experiencing this was when luther then follows him into the bathroom basically and then the whole scene you know five is just ripping a like a fire hose piss through the whole thing as they're talking (laughs) about whatever and then uh you know, as Luther kind and of is crazy le-
0: paranoid at that point too. He's like, look, you know. Absolutely. And, and that's where he gives gives Luther, well, you know, his alternative well, plan. Well, I was like, just going to say that's... Luther lets okay, the cat ahead. out of the bag
1: being Luther. Luther. Luther's a little bit, you know, ooh, do, 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 you know, and says yeah. too much and then that's another great part of that scene because then you see you know, up to that part, obviously You know, they were they were showing old five to be a little bit wary of it and a little bit, you know, all those things. But now he immediately clicks into like the five we've grown to know where he's like, oh, no, no, you don't listen to young Bobby Sox kid. You and I are going to do this now. You know, and he immediately goes to manipulate somebody and, you know, he is the five now in the old body. You know, like the right, like right. the conniving five we've got. Well, to and, and even before, so, even
0: before Luther follows them into the bathroom, you know, and obviously old and young. Well, not yeah, I shouldn't say young, but old and current five or whatever are both starting to get the itch and the paranoia and stuff. And 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 our uh, younger looking five is like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't, I don't trust them. And Luther's like, well. He's you. What do you mean you don't trust him? And he's like, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's me. Right. (laughs) You know, because he knows damn well if anybody's going to, you know, double cross or turn the tables or whatever, you know, he certainly can't. Well, and that's
1: why they played him a little more docile pre bathroom scene is so that, Mm -hmm. you know, so the
0: young five could make that type
1: of comment. And then, yeah, and then once he comes back out, um, the uh, that's when they start arguing, like you know, let's get this show on the road type of thing, and they both drop ass. You know, they both fart right there yeah. in that scene, and then they they head out the door, and and I think that's, I think that's it for them in that one, right? Yeah, that okay. yeah,
0: that's what that's the the last we see of them. You know, the older the nineteen sixty three five um, is, you know, basically his plan instead of. And I'm, I'm actually unclear, you know, with with Little 5, I'm actually unclear if, like, the plan he was telling 1963-5 was even, like, valid. Like, I think part of it might have been just bullshit because basically they need to get that briefcase. So I think his his intention was just... Like, I don't even know if that plan what? was going to play out. You know what I mean? Because don't... Wouldn't they need... Like, what if... No, if, see, I mean... If 1963-5 gets sent, like, if like what, what the little one's telling him, you know, I got the calculations right, now I know how to get you there without you ending up in this body and everything. If... It, is he telling him, let's all go forward together and then we'll take that briefcase and go? Because, like, if he's going to jump... He's going to have that briefcase. Right?
1: No, he's going to. The briefcase. Or was he's going to jump just the using the anomaly his that just happened that he then took the opportunity and jumped and then turned young. Basically, that's still going to happen. That, that's a, okay. s- a separate okay. and aside So that has from nothing to do with the briefcase. So, so everything okay. the young five then, then what just is said. telling the old that, five, I think, is a legitimate. I don't think young five is out to screw old five. But once Old Five gets some info from Luther, I think he's just not willing to risk getting screwed over. You know, he's just he's just
0: more in that, you know. Gotcha. No, I gotcha. And I wasn't thinking that he was he was doing it to to screw him over. I I just thought he was telling him what he Thought he needed to hear in order to, you know, create a situation where they can get that briefcase. But 1963 5, his alternative plan is to Luther, hey, let's just go. You and I will just go. We'll go to 2019 and we'll talk to Vanya. We'll just talk her down and and tell her not to, you know, cause the apocalypse, which, you know, seems like a pretty, like for five, doesn't seem like a, a, a super well thought out, it seems a little simplistic. You know, for five, but I love that Luther is just like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Let's do it. You know, He doesn't even like he barely even hesitates. He just jumps, you know, jumps over on, on the team of 1963, five. He's just very easily uh, influenced by anybody. He just wants to be somebody's number one. Yeah, know? there you go. <laughs> yeah. Even the, if it's his little brother. <laughs> yeah, the
1: I took it as a relatively positive motivation. I, I took, like, Old Five, I I don't know yet, obviously, but I think he's coming from a place of just figuring he's better off handling it. It's not like he's trying to throw Young Five over, necessarily. He's just, you know, all along. I mean, there, there was a, a part earlier in that scene where Young Five is basically telling him, you know, I know what your plan is because I know you know, you were thinking about this. I know that you're, you know, all along you've been trying to get back to your siblings. So, you know, that just reestablishes, I think, for us, the audience to see that, yeah, you know, even though now we're dealing with him in in an old body, you know, it's still the guy that's a, you know, a a crotchety fucker, but he's a, but he's a, uh, you know, he loves his siblings and he's, and he ultimately wants to save them and you know hopefully right. save the world as well. So, yeah, that was a uh, I mean, it was just a, a a jumbled mess of craziness, but I really yeah, I enjoyed the Luther young and old five thing and I'm sure the next yeah. episode's going to be crazy.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, it it it's interesting. You know, it's interesting to see because mind you like you know, we're calling him Old Five, but like the Little Five is you know older, older by like by fourteen you know, days, weeks, or yeah, right. two weeks or whatever. Um, so, like, like they have two completely set. Like they both, they both want to do the right thing. They both want to save the world, save the family, and do all of that. But our our small five, our two weeks older version of five, he has to do it in a way that protects that entire, like like kind of closes the loop of everything that's happened so far into a, you know, tight little bow, where 1963-5, his solution, he can still protect everybody, but he doesn't have to protect that two-week-older version of himself because his plan will just make it so that that version never happened. So that's why his plan, I think, can be a little bit more simplistic correct Whereas little five he, correct, has, to, because basically, he has to button well, up all these loops
1: that's why they said that i mean they made the point of even i think there was actual dialogue to that effect of like we need you to still jump through there because i need to still exist but yeah i think that they did a good job because i think what you're describing is basically that in in two weeks in 14 days as he says they're the exact same person in their heart and soul. I mean, they they they, they have the yeah. same motivations, they have the same loves, the same, you know, memories, all that kind of stuff, except for 14 days of enough events that could fill most people's lifetimes. So, right. like you said, there's just so much stuff that has to be retained in the timeline that, you know, I mean, the...
0: Again, right, the young actor is doing such a great job of, like, just
1: dripping with anxiety. I mean, you can physically see anxiety just, like, spilling off him as he's trying to deal with yeah. his old self or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, again, that that bar scene's, uh, they did a really good job. I really like where that went. So, I, I hope they, uh, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see where, where they wrap it up with. But.
0: So, yeah. Um... Uh, okay, so let's let's jump back over. We find out that, uh, um, let's see. How, so Diego and uh, ba- Herb. Let's but, talk about Banya's LSD okay. trip. Okay. Um, so, you know, basically through through the interrogation. Well, you know, first of all. Well, it was very interesting, too. Let me let say, say one quick
1: thing. Go ahead. Just because I think that. Once we comment near the end, it, we should probably... Lay, it, 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 was a, it was a small scene, but I think it... And again, we'll have to talk about it once we get there. But um, they did a quick little flash over to Carl and Sissy. We're back at home, and Sissy was asking about what happened to Vanya. Uh, Carl, I think maybe it was just getting off the phone, and he says, you know, basically that she's with the FBI and, you know, kind of, you know... Um, they think she's a Russian spy. Um, she was just playing you, whatever, all that stuff. So, you know, there were some very real feelings of, you know, as the viewer, obviously, like the, you know, you you hurt for Sissy, and you know, the, you know, she's confused still. She's, you know, she's there's a potentially a loss and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, whatever. But then he starts, you know, he goes kind of a step further and starts to do that, you know, like what a lot of abusive or, or, or manipulative partners do, you know, and then starts like, Oh, well, you know, and then after this all goes away, we'll just have to take a little trip and be that little family and stuff. And he kind of acts like he cares about his son, Harlan and stuff. And it makes a point of showing Harlan, like draw, you know, uh, at his little easel, you know, doing a picture or something like that. And, um, and then it goes to it at that point, it jumps to Vanya you know, where you'll pick it up, but I wanted to establish that because then something happens at the near the end that we will have to talk about. But that was the point, I think, as much as to kind of catch us up to speed on Carl and Sissy, it was definitely to remind us of Harlan and, you know, that he really is, you know, he's kind of thinking, I think maybe he was drawing a picture of Vanya or something like that at the time, like on his little easel or something. So so you just know, I mean, obviously he's not communicating, he's just kind of sitting there rocking, drawing, but he's... You you certainly get the impression he's maybe hearing her being talked about by his parents and it's making him even more think about her or whatever. So then obviously yeah. go ahead and jump over to, you know, then where she's at. Yeah, back at the so, FBI so, so she's getting
0: interrogated and, and heavily drugged and, and is seeing, you know, all this trippy stuff basically... You know what's happening. I mean, her mind is is manifesting all these you know images of you know sitting in the at the dinner table with all the siblings and Sir Reginald, um, you know. But essentially, what's happening is the LSD is unlocking her memory. Yep. You know, it's in in her mind. It's you know, Sir Reg you know, continuing to tell her to keep eating the brain on the plate or whatever. But, you know, all of that is just what's manifesting in her head. But she's getting her memory back slowly. But um, the, the part I was going to ask you about, because I kind of lost track in, in us talking about it. Um, Diego finds out, like we didn't talk about it when he was in the in the switchboard thing, he figures out that what happens is that in this timeline, instead of Kennedy getting assassinated, it's actually a a bill the federal building explodes. Kennedy gets out safely, but is a hundred percent convinced that it was the Russians and, you know, attacks them, they attack back and that's what leads to the apocalypse. So, um, and we'll get to when he comes back and, and shares that news. But we kind of left that part out when we talked about the switchboard stuff. But um, he figures out that it's Vanya that basically causes this. Vanya is the bomb. She causes causes the apocalypse in a roundabout way this time. but But causes it nonetheless. Yeah, he makes a comment about basically
1: no matter what. She's the, you know, she's the reason for the apocalypse. Um, that's at least that's what I took from that. And then he kind of like leans back in the chair and kind of in that resigned type of position.
0: Right. So when when we all find this out, that's when, you know, everything kind of snaps into place. Like, you know, that's now we know why, you know, Vanya is in that federal building and, you know, all, all the pieces are starting to fall fall together so now um yeah i don't know is there anything you wanted to say about the the like the whole lsd trip or anything i mean that we haven't already talked about like obviously that's well, where her memories th- start to come back and we find out she was the you know the birth in the pool and yep that like, that part like I basically she on. she gets everything back like it, we see it in a flash forward like everything you know basically right up until until now all comes back
1: yeah, so basically she's... So I think the two... There was a... Actually, again, this was one of those episodes there was just so much in it. I cannot wait to see it a second time down the road because it's... Especially that scene, actually. I think there's a lot that I probably even missed, but I, I picked up on two big things that I th- thought were important. One was that... Not only did... Sir Reginald basically get the the siblings to kinda of egg her on, but basically what he was saying was you're making a choice to not remember. This is not you don't have a problem. This is you. So like now that's why he the 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 symbolism of eating the brain is like you're taking the action to get your memory back. And what I loved is what I've said and and I touch on this theme a lot in different material, but they've done a great job not only in this series but specifically there's like three or four examples of this in this episode alone but where people that know you and know what you're capable of are calling you out to make very hard and real decisions even ones you're not going to necessarily like and I like that the one part where after the siblings went away and it was just down to basically Sir Reginald and and her at the still at the table he's basically you're not getting up until you finish your food and you finish your dinner type of thing it's very fine kind of a funny scene in a way that way but when he kind of walks around the table he uh, gestures to the one painting of the you know the uh, sissy and Carl and Harlan and the small little family on the farm and that's not your destiny that's not what you're supposed to do you know that's you're hiding there and making that choice. And that's, I thought, was hugely important because, you know, again, if she comes out of this and then, um, you know, hopefully there there can be some resolution with Sissy and Harlan and everything like that. Uh, but there's, uh, but ultimately, like, all along the way, there's been a bunch of stuff. Like, in the last episode where we were talking about how I think Maybe the last episode of the episode before, but where uh, Luther is at Allison's and, and Allison's just being very frustrated about not having the ability to, you know, maybe be able to take Ray with her or, or you know, just why does she have to lose again, lose out again? And, you know, and, and again, I don't remember what he says to her exactly, but it's just a very kind of the knowing idea of, you know, a lot is expected of us and we don't get to have a normal life and it, and it might suck and it might not be fair, but it's, it's the, it's the reality and the truth of it. And, uh, and um, so therefore, I really like that. Again, it, it, it's why I have such a, a, an interesting affection for that, for the Sir Reginald character, because I think that, you know, sometimes it you know it requires a tough taskmaster to bring the most out of someone, and uh, and and I think that scene spoke to that a little bit with that. So,
0: yeah, good stuff for sure. So, at, as her interrogation is continuing, like as they keep escalating it, you know, they're doing the shock treatment and stuff, and you know, I will say, and we don't have to get into it, but. You know, because it's just kind of a weird thing that just popped into my head. But I'm wondering, the two FBI agents, I'm wondering if there's more to them as well. Because when, when she first started manifesting powers when they were inter- interrogating her, um, and then the, the woman agent like put the like chloroform or whatever, the rag on her face to knock her out but meanwhile the other dudes in the chair i mean his face is distorted i mean he's getting fucked up by the you know sound wave power and stuff but then when the other one knocks her out he just kind of goes back to normal with no effect on him yeah yeah that was uh and i didn't really think about it until just now but there must be more to well, him, or I don't know. That was the two weird. Maybe I read that wrong. You no, because I saw the
1: same thing, and I don't know if we're supposed to, you know, if it is going to be something or not. But th- there was two parts of that scene that that I really enjoyed that scene, but that that was one of the two parts that bothered me when she was manifesting. And again, I guess maybe this just is chalked up to that she's not doesn't have full control and doesn't understand you know what she's capable of but i was surprised that once she was in you know kicking into the white violin i was surprised she could even be subdued you know what i mean well, so, me so too. that, that me kind of surprised that's me that's why i
0: thought maybe there's more to them right. but because like shit i mean i know she's a novice with her powers right now right you know because she doesn't remember them at this but, point. but that nurse seemed but very fuck, If you could take her out that quick as, as
1: well as yeah. the fact that she like yeah she took her out totally. but then I think the point you're making, which is well taken, and I, again, I don't know if they'll go anywhere with it, is it wasn't even so much that, like, you know, obviously it was kind of the darkness of his face was supposed to be like she was basically sucking the life out of him, I think. And I'm down with that. Like that, You could even chalk it up to, like, basically while she's doing that, he's somewhat frozen in place. But once she's knocked out and the life kind of surges back in him, the fact that he just very calmly allowed that to happen and didn't like get up from the chair or didn't even give like a little eye twitch of of being weirded out. That definitely made me feel like he maybe has something more to him than, than
0: we're aware of right now. So, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. Agreed. But so, you know, they keep escalating things, put her in the shock treatment and stuff. And basically um, the more they do this, the more her memories start to come back and, the more it kind of looks like it's just leading up to a just a huge explosion. So let's cut over to um, Diego now when he when he takes off with the briefcase. He, he jumps with her with, with the briefcase
1: and and shows up in the middle of Allison and Ray's living room
0: for Ray again. Oh. man. This dude, w- when this thing's all over, Ray is never going to have house guests again.
1: Well, it was so great. The one line and she- if he
0: gets married again, he's going to marry an orphan.
1: Yeah, I mean, after like every, you know, at the end of the scene, basically, I'm going to jump ahead. You, you'll you'll have to jump back and kind of film yeah, in. But yeah, that's what I love. The line that Allison basically says to him where she's like, um, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be here because you're deserved a complete nervous breakdown. For you're know, for something you know, like for me to be here while you have a complete yeah, nervous it's breakdown. Like for but, your well-deserved. You know, right. But I, I love you and, and whatever. And, and that was another one of those examples like I've talked about in this episode. There was like three of them where... You know, that single tear, that just resignation mm-hmm. of, I love you, my heart goes with you, you know, part mm-hmm. of you will always stay with me, but, you know, sometimes life just gets in the way, you know, of even yeah. the best
0: of loves or whatever, and uh yeah, that was, uh oh my goodness. Now, my but assumption anyway. was that, you know, because, and the nice thing was that that was a, obviously a rush situation, but. You know, if you remember, like it seemed, it seemed pretty quick there. But they also had their nice, you know, longer goodbye in the other episode, yeah. where basically, like we talked about, where he's like, "Hey, I'll I'll take a year, I'll take the memory of a year with you over a lifetime with anyone else and stuff." So Correct, and, the, and the, at least since this one was pretty harried and urgent, at least we know they got to say their goodbyes already. Well, not only had they said their
1: goodbyes, but they were literally beginning to part when the flipping Swedes showed when up the, selling vacuum cleaners yeah, you know with so. the vacuum cleaners yeah right.
0: yeah so, yeah. so, they, so uh, yeah. uh my only question is i i guess so you know diego and, and herb as you said show up and basically and, uh, they fill everybody the,
1: in on vanya being the the cause of the apocalypse and uh that's right. why the goodbyes and, have to be said because it's uh it's basically time for uh Diego uh, Klaus, and Vine or uh and Allison to go after Vanya, so Allison right. says her goodbye to Ray and uh and the funny thing is is uh as he's kind of flipping out as Ray's flipping out, he makes a comment about you know a bunch of different stuff but then he's like and and you know and there's blood all over my best you know my favorite carpet or whatever and then herbs like my
0: best rug yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and herb's like, oh, we can get that stain right out uh we also specialize yeah, we in can. body removal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nice, Good old yes, Herb. which is
0: nice. That that, but I, I I also love that he was there for that because now they go off to do their thing, and we know that Herb is taking care. Of, he's taking care of the you know keep Ray out of prison business. Oh, dude, you know, Herb's gonna take care of all that.
1: Herb is gonna quickly become a go-to guy, I think. You know, because for sure, for, for sure, a, he's just fun in the show. But yeah, totally. Well, because again. One of the things I've raved about through this whole show so far is those that attention to detail type of stuff, and like you said, right. it just covered all that. You know, it's just, right because if it wasn't
0: for Herb, we'd be like, "Oh, you're just gonna leave Ray right. to just are fucking you deal with me? the cops." Right? I <laughs> yeah, guess it's burned. I guess it's Burn. He's, scru- <laughs> He's screwed. <laughs> um, so, so they go off. Uh, Herb's taking care of Ray. The uh, the siblings are off to. To find Vanya and, um, you know, so they're actually, they they make it. They're, they're in the, the elevator federal as. Federal building, as, yeah, they're in the elevator Vanya's as shit's going. Vanya's ending her acid trip. Yes, and, and that's pretty much where it ends, right? Yep,
1: and then and, I think before we, you know, wrap up, though, the one scene that kind of just was in there that I uh, I didn't know where we should put it, but I figured maybe we'd save it till the end because I cannot yeah. wait. Is <laughs> the Swede, the single Swede that's oh, left yeah, putting that's it all right. together and realizing someone's right. Screwed. I totally forgot about that. I mean, the about intensity that. of him about to take that hand. I took my brother with this hand, and I'm gonna take oh, it from yeah. myself. I and love the, just that. he I love raises that. the axe, and then you hear the meow, and he knocks over the can- oh my god, that what a yeah. Oh, and then he just softly says, "I love it." Axe, I can't. The, yeah, yeah the I can't meow. wait
0: to see what he- exactly so you see a little flashback and you know basically he puts together the you know his their orders they've been getting you know at least in the last few have they've been played from, like from the suckers. Commission. like, yeah. like yeah. the white and, violin. and now he's got and now he's down down two brothers because the other one's dead too right yeah, yeah yeah the other one died in the forest got blown up exactly. next to the tree so so we got we're, we're down to one Swede the Hargreaves are all, uh, well, we, we don't know what Five, I mean, Five and Luther are doing their thing. Um, Diego and, and Klaus and Allison are on their way to, to try to uh, make sure Vanya doesn't explode. We got two episodes left. Oh, so exciting. And Oh, and last but not least, at the end
1: or near the end, Lila came back for, for Diego and he wasn't there, obviously.
0: And oh, right, she right. So she to knows be he's...
1: right. Uh, I like so far through through this season, I've really thought she was going to end up being brought into the fold. And I think this mm-hmm. is going to be that that decision by Diego that's going to turn her to mom. It's time to take these sob's out. So you think? Yeah. You think that's going to? Like I mean, get, we'll get see. Because I, I, still now. could really yeah. enjoy either way, it going either way. But but Lila you know she kicks ass and takes names so like i'm oh, I'm, yeah. I'm totally down with her being like now very motivated to take out diego and having that be a some sort of climactic you know throwdown so
0: oh yeah yeah i would love to see it yeah so yeah so we got two two big ones left and uh you know i love that we're already i love that we're like seemingly i mean we're hours from from kennedy rolling into town yeah. You know, it's in the matter of a few hours. So we're already there and have two episodes left. For, so it's almost like it's like already built to uh, kind of the, the finale. So I can't wait to see these next two. So thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you come back. We're going to be back for episode 9 and 10. And we're loving this. We hope you guys are enjoying the show as well as the podcast. So come back and uh, check us out for our next episode. Follow us on Instagram at shaverbros. And uh, also check it out on Facebook. Follow us. uh, Check out our other podcast, Back Issues. And uh, we're up to all kinds of stuff. So uh, if you like this show, check out our other stuff. Thanks for listening, Shavy D. See you next time, buddy. Peace.